1: Welcome to The Shaleen Show.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. I'm so excited to listen to this episode. True story, I have not heard this yet. I gave my husband permission to record his own podcast with tips on how to help your partner when they're starting a new business or they're starting a new adventure, whatever it is. Like when your partner is starting something new, whether it's a weight loss journey or a new business or going back to school, the advice that he's been instructed to share with you should apply no matter what the scenario is. In other words, this is advice to help you help your spouse when they are embarking on change transformation, improving themselves. And so I um, I am just, I'm turning over the microphone to my husband. I'm not going to micromanage what he says. I'm not going to worry if he was inappropriate or if he swears or if he says something that is embarrassing. It just, it is what it is. I love him to death. We've been together for, I think, 25 years and married for 20. And other than my children, and on par with my children, there's nobody I love as much as this guy. He's strong where I'm weak. He's handsome. He's romantic. He's caring. He's a great gift giver. He cares so much about other people. I mean, he, he really, really is always worried and concerned about other people and other people's well-being. And he He goes to great extents to make sure that people are comfortable and that their needs are taken care of. And he's just a caregiver. And he's so thoughtful. I wish I could be as thoughtful as he is. He's the best partner anyone could ever ask for. But I don't want to make this all schmoopy whoopy because it's hard. Marriage is is really hard. And, And I just said all those really nice things about him. But there are days where I... Also want to figure out what county I could kill him in and not go to jail. (laughs) I mean, there are just those days. There's days where you're like, just you can't even believe how much love you have for this person. And then like the next day you can be in a fight and you just are like, I don't even know why I've spent the last 25 years with you. I I just want to kill you. I mean, that's just I have to be honest, because if I'm not, you'll think there's something wrong with your relationship. We get along beautifully, awesome. But we have hard times and we have good times and we work through stuff and we've had really rough spells and really rocky spells. And and that's what makes it beautiful, right? It's like getting through the tough stuff. And I just love him more and more each and every day. And six and a half days a week, I can't get enough of him. But I also want you to know we're, we're legit and we're real. And we also have our moments where we would like to kill each other. And that's normal. Work through the tough stuff, support each other, be each other's best friends, and also know that, you know, you're opposites. You are probably strong where he is weak and vice versa. The fact that you are opposites is how the universe works. And it's also what makes marriage beautiful and difficult and amazing. If he didn't have strengths in those opposite areas, I don't know where I would be today. So I'm really excited to just turn the mic over to Mr. Brett Johnson, who's also agreed to do some periscopes with me. So if you haven't yet followed me on Periscope, please be sure to do that so you can meet myself and the whole family. Actually, the other day we did a family periscope. That was pretty funny. And by the way, I would love for Brett to do this more often. And all he'll need is a little bit of encouragement from you. So if you enjoy this episode, please be sure to tweet him. He is BrettJohnson11 on Twitter, and he tweets pretty often. So be sure to tweet him, say, loved you on The Chalene Show. You should do more. That is also his Instagram account, BrettJohnson11. And that's Brett with one T. And as he always says, his parents couldn't afford the extra T. So it is my great pleasure to introduce to you my husband, my partner, Brett Johnson. Do you want to say hello?
1: Hi. I'm kidnapping Shalene show tonight. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know what to say. So I'll just let you
1: talk. Okay. Do you want me to leave? Yeah. Okay. That was the plan. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Good luck. Thank you. Be nice to me. We're going to shut the door because we might get a little crazy in here. That's my wife's um, high heels going up our um, staircase. I'm kidnapping the Shalene show tonight um, per her request. Um, She's up actually going to, I think she's going to do a periscope. So we're going to kill two birds with one stone here tonight. And coming back from an event that she did this past weekend, She thought that it would be helpful if I jumped on the podcast and talked about tips for helping your spouse when they're starting a new business. I've been an entrepreneur now with Shalene for the last 16 years. So you might say, well, you're not really qualified for that, Brett. But I feel that I am an expert um, in the area of like helping your spouse and giving tips because one, I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. My father was a school teacher. My mother was a stay-at-home mother. And we had a set income. And Chalene, on the other hand, her father was a serial entrepreneur, much like herself. And so she had a different mindset when it came to business and you know, how to make money. And it, for me, at the beginning, it was really scary. But now, looking back on our life together, it's been something that I've been able to look at and analyze and grow where she was she grew up with it and I had to change my adult thinking and I see where couples make huge mistakes and where I think I can help by giving just, just a few tips on, on how to make that transition from, um, you know, maybe both of you are in the workforce and one wants to start a business or maybe one's in the workforce or one's an entrepreneur and one wants to try something. I think I can, I, I think I can shed some light on some, on some valuable tips that, that might help you out with this process. So I'm going to give you five. So tip number one, I suggest that you just ask your spouse, what can I do that would be helpful right now? And that can be lots of things. I remember asking Chalene at the beginning, like, what would be helpful or what, what could I do right now just to help you out? And there's so many things. And if you're, if you, if you can't mind read, which nobody can, then it's going to be hard for you to kind of guess what your spouse needs at that time. It might be that they just need some alone time. They might just need 20, 30, 45 minutes of just complete silence, everybody out of the house. I just need to really focus on this because I really need to, you know, record this audio or I need to write this blog or I need to um, finish this contract or I need to... Check out this website or something, and it might just be get everybody out of the house and let me just do what I need to do, and it might be just something simple like you know um, I'm leaving for um, this seminar tomorrow. Can you can you help me you know pack my bags? Can you get some food for me? Just I mean it's just one of those things, three four or five times a week. Just say what can I do to help you out right now? What would be the most beneficial thing that I can do right now to help you? That's tip number one. Tip number two is to be patient, and let me tell you, I was probably the worst at this at the beginning. I was so impatient and and always wanted to know, like, when we were gonna start making money from this, or why were we spending this much money, and you know, why did you have to spend this much time at this place, and why are you staying up so late, and why does it seem like you know it's all revolving around this business? And I was horrible at this. I probably caused so much anxiety and stress. And we could have got to where we needed to get to a lot faster if I would have been more patient. So I'm one of those people that completely failed at this. And I've learned over the years to be more patient. I, I didn't come from this background. I, didn't, I wasn't an entrepreneur growing up. I didn't, I didn't get these lessons. So I'm here to tell you that the best thing that you can do for your spouse is just be patient they've done the research, they know what it takes to be successful in this business that they're taking off at. And you you trust them. It's your partnership. So just make sure that you're supportive and you're patient and you're not always just being negative and, and asking questions that are going to cr- cause that person stress. Cause that's just going to make them feel worse about themselves or, or question if they should be doing what they're doing. Are they hurting their family? Um, are they hurting their relationship with their spouse? It's just, it's not worth it. And you guys have sat down and you've discussed this business, this entrepreneurship. And, you know, let's just make sure that, you know, you're patient with it and, and you don't cause any more stress than is needed. I think my friends and Shalene will tell you that I, I'm kind of recovered from being impatient. Um, I went through a twelve step program. Just kidding. But anyway, um, I just learned this, and I and I just know that looking back on it, if I was more patient, we would have probably gotten to where we needed to get to a lot faster. So I know I've said it like five times, but it's it's a huge important tip. Number two, just be patient. Tip number three is another P word. Just be positive. Be positive. Offer solutions and don't make things out to be so gloomy. If, you know, your spouse is having a bad day, or something that they invested in cost a little bit more money or, you know, they're getting bids and they're coming up a little bit more expensive. I mean, the best thing that you can do is just be positive about the situation and, you know, talk about it and, and maybe offer some positive solutions or let it, or be a sounding board rather than all of a sudden just go, I told you that this business wouldn't work or this business is costing us so much more money and blah 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 you know just go on and on and on about you know how you could be a negative it's just so much easier to be positive and you know give helpful solutions i mean you're an adult too and and if you use your brain and think you can come up probably with some great <laughs> solutions you know a lot of times the best solutions come from people that aren't like right in the middle of things you know Shalene and i when we have struggles in our business even today we go outside and um, outside of our business, even outside of our network of friends and, you know, talk to our mentors or talk to an attorney or just talk to a close friend and kind of tell them like what's going on. And, you know, a lot of times it's a simple solution and it just takes, you know, a, a careful ear kind of listening to what the problem is. And, you know, if you're positive about it, you know, the solutions there, it just takes some time, but it's so much, you're going to cause yourselves a lot of headache if you go into it negative and it's just a lot easier and a lot less stress on the relationship. If you, if you're just positive and you're willing to offer solutions rather than always making things out to be, you know, this gloomy day and, and this, this is a horrible situation, just be positive and, um, it's going to work out for you. But my tip number three is be positive. And, you know, sometimes you might have to go look outside the two of you to kind of find the solution. So I suggest that, you, you know, you, you talk to a friend that, you know, that you trust their opinion on situations. And, and I think, I think you'll find that an outside voice might have some um, clarity for you sometimes in these situations. So I, my suggestion is to, you know, find a close friend, um, a mentor or somebody that can help you out with that. Tip number four can be so huge. It, I mean, it really, it really can set the tone for just your relationship in general. And that's to be so supportive publicly. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's one thing to be patient and positive and, you know, ask your spouse for, you know, what can I do to help you right now? You know, tips one, two, and three, you know, kind of in the house, you know, tips. But this one is so important is to acknowledge your spouse publicly, like be so supportive. Like there's going to be so many times when you're out socially, just think about it. I mean, it, it probably happens, you know, once or twice a day, if not five or six times a week where, You're out with your spouse, whether you're at the gym, you're out to dinner, you're at a kid's game and, you know, the conversation comes up where, you know, like, what are you doing now? You know, I remember you saying that you started that business. How's that going right now? And the best thing that you can do is be 100% supportive of your spouse in those scenarios. Okay, here's an example. Friday night, you're going out to dinner with some close friends of yours, and you know the topic's going to come up, and you know it always does. Is you know how are the kids? You, you know they're great. You know what are you guys doing? Are you guys going on any vacations? Blah blah blah. And it's always going to circle back to like you know how how how's your business doing? Like what are you doing? And, and especially if you're starting a new business and you're an entrepreneur, and the best thing you can be in those situations and you know those scenes is so. Positive. Just be so supportive of your spouse in those situations, and tell them what amazing job and how organized they are, and how successful they are. And it, you know, if there was something that happened amazing that week, like they they got a, a smoking deal on something, or they closed a big account, or they you know they just did something amazing. I mean, share that with them. I mean, you be the one rather than your spouse, rather than the person that's doing that business talking about it, you be the person to brag about your spouse. I mean, I can't tell you how awesome that is to hear your spouse speak so highly of you, especially when you're out there trying this new business that that's scary. I mean it it is. It's it's a scary thing to break off on your own and start your own business. But, you know, obviously there's going to be setbacks and there's going to be gains and it's just so much easier and it's going to go so much farther if we just talk about the the positives rather than the negatives. And I just really want to emphasize that. It's it it's huge. I can think back on times when you know, I probably wasn't the most positive person in those situations. And, um, I, I know how it made my wife feel afterwards because she told me, I mean, we get in the car and, and, you know, she, she would tell me that, you know, you saying that, you know, it wasn't pinpointed at me, but your story about how like we didn't do that well that last year or, or this was a failure, it kind of looks bad on me. And it just be so much easier if, you, you know, you said something positive. What about all the good things that have happened in the last couple of weeks? I'm, I'm raising my hand right now. I'm raising my hand sitting here talking in the microphone. I was guilty of this. And I just want to let you know that when I changed this and I, I made it more positive And when we we're out to, um, out to dinner or at a ball game or any social settings, and I complimented, Chalene on accomplishments. Once we started doing this together, I complimented each other in front of people about like some of things that we were doing successfully. That was huge. It was, it was huge and I, I highly encourage it. So remember, tip number four, be publicly supportive of your spouse. Tip number five is communication. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can go into a business or somebody starting their own business, and you're talking about your spouse and not talk about communication. It's huge. The lines have to be open. I think that your spouse has to feel comfortable coming to you and talking about successes and also talking about failures that might have happened. Um, I think that if you follow steps one to four, I think that the lines of communication are going to be greatly improved. I I mean, I don't think if you are asking your spouse, um, what can I do for you? What can I do right now to help you? If you're patient, if you're positive, if you're publicly supportive, I think if you're all for those things, I don't think there's any question that your spouse that's running this business or starting this entrepreneur or starting their own thing is going to not come to you. When there's difficulties and they've had some setbacks and they want to discuss what those issues are, I I think that just keeping those lines open for you know positive communication and some feedback are are huge. Trust me, Shalene's been an entrepreneur her whole life. When I met her in college, and the last sixteen years of our marriage, we've been married for twenty years, but the last sixteen years we've worked together as entrepreneurs building. Uh, three businesses which we sold and we've created a new business which has, you know, two or three different type of businesses within just that one. So um, we've created some businesses and let me tell you, they haven't all been smooth sailing. I mean, we've had uh, major setbacks. We've had some major financial loss on some of our key things that we try to do in business. They weren't all successes. And I, I think that at the beginning, sometimes I'm probably the guilty party here. I made it difficult for her to come to talk to me or I, I just didn't want to talk about it, especially the negative stuff because I didn't come from that background. So I had to learn that it was just part of doing business, that there's, there's just some things that are out of your hand and you just have to roll with them and and, and what makes you good and what makes you a better entrepreneur is how you deal with those with those valleys, because there's going to be good times, but it's how you deal with those valleys and those setbacks that are going to make your business grow. And you know, Shalene always was—I want to say that she was always even and level-headed about it. And you know, I would be impatient and and not as positive. But once I learned that, you know, we can we can adjust things. And um, grow and learn from what we just did, and not make that same mistake twice. That's huge. When you start learning from your mistakes and admit, like you know, what we can do better here. I mean, that's that's what makes you know your business really take off. And I and I think the only reason why it has done that for us is because our communication skills over the years have grown so robust that we can we can talk about anything and and we can come up with a solution cuz we're both pretty smart people and we both offer different perspectives and some most of the time we come up with some pretty good outcomes even off of our failures. So those are the five tips, but I'm going to give you a bonus too. But before I give you the bonus, I'm going to recap the five tips. 1. Always ask what do you need right now? Like, what would be helpful if I did this right now? That's number one. Number two, be patient. Number three, be positive. Number four, be supportive publicly. Don't put your spouse down publicly, build them up. And number five, communication. Now, my bonus we've talked about the five areas where you could be supportive of your spouse who's starting their own business. Now I want you to remember something. Even though your spouse might be starting a, a new business and you might have your own thing going on, you might have a corporate job. You might have your own entrepreneurship business. You might, wh- whatever you do, you might be retired. I don't know, but remember this. You guys are both on the same team and you can't let your own insecurities and fears kind of surface as anger. The best way to probably explain this would be is kind of just give you some examples from Shalene and I's you know current situation. For me, I'm very secure with Team Johnson. Team Johnson is Shalene and I's business. Um, we hold seminars together. We do mentorship retreats together. Um, I speak on stage at our events. We go to meetings, and you know my. I have a very strong voice in those meetings, and so I, I'm I'm secure. It's like that that business. I kind of know my role, but there's other parts of Chalene's fitness world that I'm not like. Even though we're partners in Team Johnson, and it's just but i'm not going to be on stage at like for instance at idea or any beach body event i'm i'm not the one that's needed to be up there doing a workout program or taking pictures or taking photos somebody's got to be the face of the business and i'm i'm talking about a little bit more now that you're the that you're kind of part in the partners together that you're in a business together and it can be frustrating and, and it, you have to, you have to learn about those feelings and what they make you feel. And the worst thing that you can do, cause I used to do it. And again, I have my hand raised high and I'm guilty of this. I used to be that person that was insecure. Um, I get angry very passive aggressive. And in those situations, I, I wouldn't communicate to Shalene at all. I wouldn't tell her what was frustrating me about those situations. And I would take it out on her, which was totally uncalled for. And sometimes I would take it out on her within 45 minutes to a half an hour of her having to go do those events. And she, she'd she go like, what's wrong? And I just go oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. And she knew something was wrong. I mean, she's known me for 25 years. I think the best thing that you can do, and the and the way we got over it was we had to kind of set boundaries, and I had to learn to explain in those situations what made me un- feel uncomfortable, and what made me feel uncomfortable was that in certain situations, and I, I just have to give an example is probably the best way to do this is that sometimes Chalene has to go to parties, and it's a, like a fitness party, and there'll be picture there's a couple thousand people in the room and I'm going down there with to this fitness party and she has kind of a, you know, bodyguards and photographers and we enter the party and she's kind of just like gone. It's almost like, like, like a leaf in the wind. Like she's gone. Like, you know, she's in the sea of 2000 people and, and I have zero control. Like I, I can't do anything. I can't help her. I just got to hope that when she comes back from the tour of taking photos and talking to people and doing whatever she needs to do, um, for that appearance, that she's still in one piece. And I just have to be supportive and just know that uh, I'm going to get her back. But at, in those things, I, I, I can't help. So that kind of makes me feel a little bit in, insecure. Um, and in a way that it, it it's just, it's, it's hard to explain but i just my my personality is i i, I like to take care of people and, and and control things and and make sure that everybody's feeling good and i just have zero control so what we've des- what we've decided to do through talking about this but see i never communicated that i would just be upset because it made me feel upset was i upset with her no i, I there was nothing to be upset with her but it came across that i was upset with her so for years, that's the way it it went on, and it was my fault. And it wasn't until recently that I just said, "Here's the deal: those make me feel uncomfortable. I'm not needed at it. We get dressed up, and we walk down, and we take the elevator, and we walk through the lobby, and then once we get to the party, I don't see you until you're done, and we're like back in the elevator and going back up to the room. So my suggestion was, like, I just don't go to those things because there's nothing for me to do there. I get frustrated. I'm not a big fan of, you know, the the mauling situation. Or we just came to the conclusion that that wasn't a good situation for me to be in, and it helps me a lot to know that it doesn't make her feel bad that I'm not there because she knows that I can't help her. <laughs> she kind of knows the situation, and so we just came to the agreement that that like I just when we have those situations where they're not our events. Mainly just her fitness events. I just don't go to those evenings where there's lots of parties or pictures or something like that because we've just come to the conclusion that in those circumstances where there might be a party or there might be a lot of pictures taken that Brett just stays up in the hotel room and just waits for Shalene to get back. And then when she gets back, maybe we go get a glass of wine or go out to dinner or, or talk about the next day. But then that way Shalene doesn't feel that I'm upset or I have. Um, insecurity about, about what's going on. I don't have to worry about it because I don't have to see all that because it makes me frustrated to see that I can't help. That's, that's what it is. It's just, I, I, I can't help the situation out and I feel a little bit helpless. That doesn't feel good. So why not, why not just stay up in the room and kick back and watch a ball game or do some work and, and wait for Shalene to come back? And then I don't have to have that anxiety and I don't have to put that on her. And it, it's worked out great. And it's one of our policies and. It's all because of communication. You just, we would have never got there unless Shalene said, hey, what are some things that bother you when, you know, I have to go to a fitness event? And, you know, we just talked about it and that, that was one of the things that came up and we changed it and it will be no longer an issue. Make sure that you just keep communicating and realize that you're on the same team. Together, you guys can do anything. And um, it's just so important to, you know, keep up those lines of communication and and, and don't make your spouse feel um, your insecurities, your anger or shortness. Just be positive and come to a good resolution together. It's going to make it, everything so much, so much better. Well, thank you, honey, for letting me uh, share my tips on, you know, how to be a supportive spouse when somebody's starting their own business. And Hopefully these tips will help some people out. Thank you so much. And maybe I will uh, be asked to be back. Okay, I love you. Bye.
0: This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it all of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to ShaleenJohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337 and that is for US residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence there you'll submit your email address and i will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where i teach you step by step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting i think you'll find this incredibly useful whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions confidence is something that makes life easier it helps you to raise more confident self-efficient children It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear. And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash Competence Tips.